Hey, this is Tiffany Ellis, and I am one half of the Heal Shit podcast team. I want to thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And I also wanted to take a moment to address a question I get asked very frequently, which is what platform am I using to host my podcast? Now, I'm not sure if you're thinking about getting started, but if you are, I know when I got started, I didn't have any previous podcasting experience and I didn't want to be on a platform that was super complicated to use because honestly, I just didn't have the time to try to figure it out. So I got started with Anchor and it was the best decision I ever made. Anchor was free. So that was also a bonus because when you're starting out and you're a new entrepreneur, you don't always have the coins to be able to fund your interests. But Anchor made it super convenient for me. On top of the fact that it was free, once I uploaded my podcast, I was able to distribute it to Apple, to Google, Spotify, and it was really a seamless process. So Anchor has been, it is, and will continue to be my go-to when it comes to hosting. And, oh, I forgot to tell you, if you need analytics, you want to know who's listening to your podcast and where they're listening and how old your listeners are, all of that information right there, one easy place, and that's anchor.fm. So if you are interested in starting your podcast, I encourage you today, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, y'all. Hey, so I am Shantae Jackson, the Hunger Therapist, and I'm here with a quick message. While we have a therapist, me, on the Heal Shit Podcast, it's going to feel like therapy. It's going to be very therapeutic, but here's the thing. We want you to know that this is not therapy. It's not a substitution for therapy. It is just in addition to. It's something else that you can use to kind of help you on your journey, your healing journey. But we do really suggest and encourage that you find your own therapist. You have some things that only you have experienced that you need to work through. And while we make you guys feel so amazing because we're good at what we do. We really want you to make sure that each day, every day that you're living and you're really working on your journey, that you have your own therapist that you can go to. So while this feels good, it may feel like group therapy, and we know we love y'all. Find your own therapist. Okay? That's it. It's 2021, and we are, we can't, you can't, you can't heal yourself. I learned that very much so recently. So you can't heal yourself. You have to go and see somebody that's going to help you heal yourself. This heal shit, you can't heal your shit. That's what that's, that's why I want to put you can't heal your shit. It's time out for excuses. It's 2021 and it's time to heal some shit. Well, sometimes you just got to heal shit. What's the name of the podcast? Heal shit. Heal sure. shit. But how you want to say it? How you want to say it? Said it so many ways. Hell shit. And I'll probably be like, hell shit. You know what I'm saying? Like real shit. You know what I'm saying? Because bars. Okay. Bars. <laughs> All right. Sis, sometimes it's just really uncomfortable to address your shit. But in 2021, we're about to heal our shit. Welcome to the Heal Shit Podcast. Hey, y'all. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into the Heal Shit Podcast, where we give you access to therapeutic conversations that are real, raw, and relatable, helping you jumpstart your healing. And that's on what? Heal Shit. So I am one of your lovely hosts, Shantae Jackson, the Hunger Therapist, and I'm here with my bomb co-host and homie, 
Tiffany Ellis, your favorite life coach and leader in the building. What's good? Girl, how are we feeling today? Well, you know what? So considering the fact that uh, April is National Stress Awareness Month, Listen. this is doing relatively well. <laughs> <laughs> Day one, y'all. It's actually <laughs> But no, seriously, yes, this is Stress Awareness Month. So we're going to be dropping some topics about stress, boundaries, all of the things, um, just to make sure that you stray. We want y'all heal, healthy, and whole in these streets. Mm-hmm. So today, he is one of my favorite. I know you're looking at me like, why is she looking like she want to say something? I know. I was going to say my favorite word to start with B is boundaries. <laughs> be everybody's favorite word actually that part you know um but a lot of times because of stress we we struggle with boundaries Mm -hmm. even if we're not stressed we still be struggling with boundaries (laughs) and in real life I feel like not having boundaries creates the stress so that's a thing too that is a whole thing a whole thing I I I struggle with boundaries for a long time Mm-hmm. I've gotten better. I be slipping up sometimes, mm-hmm. but I'm way better than what I used to be. Um, and so let's just make it clear about what a boundary is. So a boundary is a limit that you set on what you will accept from others. It's the expectations and needs that help you feel safe and comfortable in those relationships. So in the simplest form, it's a cue on how others to, are supposed to treat you. Mm-hmm. Like I am setting up the rules and limitations on how you can treat me and how you can engage me right how you can engage with me Mm -hmm. so what for you is like the hardest boundary for you to set (laughs) it it could be in the past it could be right now you know you just tell um to be honest I struggled with setting appropriate boundaries in friendships for a long time and so because of that I found myself in a lot of relationships that were not very healthy yeah. Um, and when I say not healthy, like we had good times and it wasn't like they were bad relationships. And I think when you say like toxic, people think that it's just all bad and that's not it. But um, it's just when things happen that should not have happened, I didn't do a good job of cutting those things off and not allowing those things to continue to happen in my life. And so not setting the appropriate boundaries ended up resulting in having like friendships that just were not healthy friendships after a while. Mm-hmm. And because I think for a lot of times we start out one way, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're just, we're kind of doing whatever the tradition, whatever we see around us and being that thing. And then as you get older, as life happens, as we get hurt, all the things start to happen. You start to realize like, I it's going to work for me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Something has to change. And yeah. you really start to do that self-reflection and healing. Mm-hmm. Right. It didn't, it took me to really work on my own shit before I realized like, sis, you don't set boundaries at one at all. And when you do, you don't keep them. Mm-hmm. You cross your own boundary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like it, <laughs> the, the tricky part about it is it takes going through experiences and situations for you to determine like what boundary you should even set. Cause I yeah. think it's kind of premature of us to just like wake up and say, okay, here are my boundaries. Like, what are you basing that on? <laughs> right? That's right. What are you basing it on? What are you basing the boundary on? But then as you like have different jobs or different relationships or different friendships, or even just, you know, any kind of interactions, it makes you start thinking about, okay, this is, I like when this happens. I don't like when this happens. And that should be the start of when you actually start to create boundaries. Yes. 
And I think a lot of times we, what I see on the couch in session is a lot of people don't know what boundary to set. It's just like, when you say that, what do you mean? And then when I said it, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) That's the one, right? So you know what? Um, I have a lot of boundaries in my life. And as you're talking to me, I'm recalling a conversation that me and one of my girlfriends had the other day about work. Cause I was saying, um, one of my coworkers bought me some food from somewhere and I never even had a chance to eat it because I didn't take a moment to take a break. And I worked 10 hours a day, at least at minimum. And I also was saying, you know, I haven't really had a bottle of water, like one, not one bottle of water, not, not food. And as we continued to talk, I was saying, you know, there was a point when I used to be intentional about taking a 30 minute break, stepping off of the floor, just spending time with myself because I needed that for me to be at my fullest capacity. But the culture of the building, it makes you almost feel guilty if you're off the floor because everyone else is on the floor. And then if you take a moment away, the other folks who didn't make time to take a moment away are mad at you for taking a moment away. And so I had to say to myself, I need to create a boundary. Yep. where it's like, I get what's going on in the building. Um, no, no, no problems and nothing like that. But I deserve to take a break to eat or drink. And that's for my own well-being for me to show up 100%. And I'm entitled to that. So that's a boundary that needs to be established. And because I don't have one, that's why I'm running on. And I think a lot of times we feel like boundaries are these big, massive things right and it's just like no anything that is going to preserve you that is a boundary so taking your lunch yes self-preservation that is a boundary it could be as simple as when you walk in my house I don't want you to have on shoes that's just a boundary (laughs) (laughs) it is like that's all it is and I think a lot of times because it's so unfamiliar Mm -hmm. and it feels like it's supposed to be this big, difficult elephant in a room. It doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. And so you have to ask yourself, why do I need to set this boundary? Mm-hmm. When I set this boundary, what does it free up for me? Because a lot of times it's like, I'm saying yes to you, but I'm saying no to something I need to get done in my life mm-hmm. or myself. And I don't want to butcher the quote, but it was something like boundaries only offend the people who are impacted by them. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, cause you, when you start thinking about it, it's like, okay, so when I set this boundary, who's going to be impacted by it? And I'm going to be the beneficiary, but the person who tends to cross my boundary is not going to appreciate the fact that now this is a thing and you're not able to just kind of do whatever you want to do in my life. Mm. And that that's the thing is, there's going to be resistance Mm -hmm. because you are changing the dynamic of whatever the situation or the relationship is. Mm -hmm. And it's going to make the other person uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because they're not used to it. You're not even used to it. And you know, he resisted. That's why you don't forget sometimes. I had a boundary. That is a Uh, boundary. uh -uh. I said, I wasn't going to call him back. (laughs) I said, I wasn't going to do it. And I am texting because I'm vulnerable. That's a sidecar. that's when we that's when we cross our own boundaries when we're vulnerable and you negotiate with terrorists (laughs) (laughs) that is what that is that is the most difficult thing to like have a boundary be aware of it get vulnerable and then you sitting on your bed like i I just i just i just want to say something i need to 
this is not really breaking the boundary if I just do it this one time. Rationalize it. I've been doing good. Sis, you're breaking the boundary if you do it one time. Every time. Hold steady. Hold steady. That's the rule. So the thing is, you can't allow the the other person's response Mm -hmm. or reaction to the boundary that you said stop you from maintaining that boundary. Mm -hmm. One, because it's not even for them. Mm -hmm. The boundary is for you. It is it's for you to preserve yourself, to feel good, to have less stress mm-hmm. and to not be in position to deal with things that don't sit right in your spirit mm-hmm. and, and don't, they're not in alignment with who you are and where you're trying to go. And so a lot of times we don't have to set those boundaries and people going to cross them. Mm-hmm. And that's when you have a consequence for that boundary, right? And so it's it's one of those things where it's like, it's necessary mm-hmm. to have boundaries in business and friendships and your relationships. I have boundaries with my husband because what you're not going to do is yell at me. That's a boundary. <laughs> I have one. We don't hang up on each other. That's a boundary. Like, we don't care how mad we get at one another. I think we talked about this during one of the other episodes. Um, we just, that's not a thing for us. We don't believe in hanging up the phone on each other because it's the ultimate disrespect. And that's not right. a thing. Right. The other thing I want to say too, because we have people who set boundaries, but their boundaries are very rigid. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just like that person who is what is a word? They like high, strung, like. But I know yeah. someone like that. <laughs> but before before we go there, though, you were talking about you said something about boundaries and business, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I was talking to um, best friend. She's in town, and we just walked to Starbucks and walked back. And we were talking about, you know, she's a hairstylist. And so she was saying how like, A, the first boundary she had to set was not having her clients texting her to make appointments all the time because she has a scheduling service and she needs them to respect that boundary and use the scheduling service. But the other part was, them showing up late, them having a bad attitude and bringing negative energy into her shop. And she had to say like, she had to get to a place where she realized aggravating money just wasn't worth it. Like if you weren't going to be... (laughs) (laughs) if you weren't going to be like, if you weren't adding positivity to her space, or if you weren't even respectful enough just to kind of keep things at a, at a minimum, like just, you know, cool, copacetic, she wasn't really interested in being your stylist because she learned over the years that when you had clients like that, um, it just eventually ended up going wrong anyway. So what's the point Mm -hmm. in, in doing that versus just cutting it off in the very beginning? And that's, so that, that is a perfect definition of porous boundaries. That's where they're poorly expressed and they are, um, it's like you, you, you ain't got none, honestly. And I dealt with that. I literally set this boundary um, like the end of last year with my business and my clients, because I think at the beginning of whatever we're doing in business, you just like, I just, I'm trying to get started. So I'm whatever, I'm going to take it because I need to get it going. And then after a while, that no longer works for you. Right. I got offended by that the first time that happened to me as a client, but I, I get it now. Like having, now that I'm where I am, yeah. I understand the impact of it, but it was a girl I used to shop with. She had a um, boutique, an online boutique, and she used to sell clothes. And I used to love her stuff. And I loved the ease of being able to text her like, Hey, do you have mm-hmm. this? Or can I order this? And texting her my address and just paying, you know, through cash app or whatever. But then as her boutique grew, um, she was like, hey, just order through the site. And I got offended by it. And I low-key stopped shopping with her because I was in my feelings. But I had to like, after I started growing my own business, I understood how difficult it is to like respond to text messages and DMs and all these like 
You can't have orders and messages in 10 different places. It makes sense for it to go through one place so you can meet your your obligation as a business owner and provide the right service to the person. That you was resistant. I had to grow though. You did. (laughs) But that happens because a lot of times we don't know as business people. We girl, I'm trying to make money. Okay. Yeah. Uh, text me. But now I ain't gonna miss out on these coins, but now it's like one, I've grown, mm-hmm. my business has grown, mm-hmm. and for my own piece, the fact what I ain't got no assistant, I ain't got nobody helping me. It's that just part. me running this thing, okay? And so I had to set those boundaries because it gave me a peace of mind. And when I needed to shut down, I can shut down. And I don't have to worry about hearing my phone ding or people DMing me because DM now. Mm-hmm. I had to put that in my little disclosure thing. Y'all don't, I know I'm cool on social media. Do not DM me about nothing you got going on. Wait till your session. <laughs> <laughs> write it down, y'all. That part. It down and we'll talk about it then. That so part. I literally had to set that boundary. And here's the thing. There were some stragglers, people mm-hmm. who like, but you like me though. Mm-hmm. I do, but comma. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to schedule on the site. That go the boundary right there. See right. that line? You can't see it. Look, look over there. That, that it's line right there. Okay. <laughs> in go ahead. In line with that, if you work in corporate, like I work in corporate, mm-hmm. my boss, and I love him to death, he's a sweet guy, but comma, he likes to message me on my days off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I work in operations. So when I leave, we don't have to have a conversation about this. Yeah. Talk to me on Sunday. Yep. So when he used to chime me, I had to set the expectation beforehand. Like I don't look at my chime when I'm off from work. I said it one day, like casually in front of everyone right. when they were saying, Oh, did you see the chime? And I was like, no, I didn't. I don't look at that when I'm off from work. I don't check emails either yeah. silently or vocally, but like kind of passive aggressively, I guess I was setting a boundary, letting y'all know, yeah. don't be emailing me and chiming me about stuff that no, we're going to yeah. talk about that when I get back to work because yeah. boundaries are necessary. They are now, and I think for us, like in the, when we're having personal relationships, mm-hmm. it makes it really difficult to set the boundary, especially mm-hmm. if we're talking about somebody's family. Mm-hmm. Because you gotta set boundaries with family when things are not and it when it's hectic and chaos and drama and all of the things, dysfunction. Let me just say it. Yes. You gotta set that boundary, especially when it is causing just agitation and disruption in your own life and how you feel. And that's the other thing I tell people to look at when they are trying to figure out what boundaries to set, Mm -hmm. what triggers you? Mm -hmm. Like, what is the thing that no matter what happens, whatever's going on in your day, Mm -hmm. what can come in and just kill the mood? And it only took five seconds. And now you met the whole 24 hours of that day. Mm -hmm. Like, what is that? That's the thing you need to start to unpack and unwrap and figure out what's the root of that thing. So I can then one heal it. So I need to process it, get it out of my system Mm -hmm. and then set a boundary for it. So I don't keep finding myself back in this place because it it becomes a pattern Mm -hmm. and it's cycle. And you try to figure out why am I on this rat wheel? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I ain't going nowhere mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in friendships for me a boundary was like I, I came to realize that I am a person who I'm honest and I hold my friends accountable and I expect my friends to hold me accountable um, those are the kind of friendships I do well in I don't do well in friendships where you have to kind of pretend you don't see stuff that you see or not be able to tell people the truth so yeah. one of the boundaries I've learned is if we can't have disagreements respectfully um, or if we can't, if I can't be honest with you and yeah. 
if my honesty offends you, we can't be friends. And that's a boundary, right? And it's tough because there's some folks I love to death, but if I love you and you do some, some bullshit and I'm like, yo, that's not cool. And you get defensive and you want to argue and you want to get into, then we can't be friends because I'm not going to succeed in that friendship. Right. That's a boundary for me. Yeah. And that's the, I think with a lot of us, we don't, we don't have those conversations. I know. Sometimes we sit like, I was, I'm reading this book by Dr. Mitra. It's a boundaries book. And mm -hmm, it's, I'm gonna have to, I need to download an audible. You said it's called what? It's called uh, set boundaries, find peace. Oh, boundaries. It's a guide to reclaiming yourself. Come on, set back. Oh, I, first thing popped up on Audible. Dr. Nidra, she is a black woman and I need streets doing the thing. Okay. Dr. Nidra Glover. Mm-hmm. And she has an abstract cover on it, a guide to reclaiming yourself. Guess who just got it? Boo, yeah, she is. Girl, <laughs> I cannot put this book down. Really? Um, it's it's really good. And I like the way that she breaks down boundaries basically from start to finish. Okay. Um, but a lot of one of the things that she said was an unspoken rule is not a boundary. Mm, I like and that. Because we, we think that, that we think we, unspoken rules are boundaries. You especially in our families. Yes. It's like, they should know, you know, like I've been, we've been, we don't talk about, they should know, but how? How, Sway? Because they keep doing it and you keep allowing it. And so I think we have to get out of that, the fear, one, the fear of conflict and the fear of like hurting the other person's feeling mm-hmm. um, because at the end of the day, your feelings matter too. Mm-hmm. And so do you sacrifice your feelings and yourself just to make sure that the other person is happy and thriving in, in what they think is a healthy relationship between the two of you? Now I'm going to say this. Um, and we talked about just a second ago, how boundaries impact those who are affected by it. Mm-hmm. Um, when you set a boundary, so let's say if, if I don't like something and I'm telling you, this is a, a thing for me. Like, I know I have, um, a coworker speaking in broad terms who likes to be the person that steps in to save the day. He likes to be the one to help and do things. And it's cool, but a boundary for me is allow me to kind of go through my own growing process, allow me to work through it and learn and become good on my own. And so if I say, Hey, I got it. Thank you. He becomes defensive or he gets like offended and then won't help at all. And so when you have a question, now you won't answer the question. And I'm saying this because I want you to know, like, that's not a healthy response. So that tells you that person has some work to do. Like Mm -hmm. if you're setting a boundary respectfully, and it's not something that's like outlandish and people are offended by your boundary, don't take that on as something you did wrong. Don't allow it to make you reconsider your boundary. Don't sit there and doubt like, well, should I change it? No, like they have a responsibility to govern themselves and they should be respectful enough to understand that it's not you being malicious. It's just you simply saying, hey, this is my process and this is what I want it to look like for me. You know what? So I just I just had this conversation um, with one of my clients mm-hmm. and the statement she made to me was basically like, everything that you're telling me that I should be doing, when I try it, it doesn't work. What does so, she mean it doesn't work? The, exactly. <laughs> we here, sis, we here. <laughs> So I was like, okay, so where are you looking for the change? Mm -hmm. Because it's never going to work if you're Mm -hmm. looking for the change in the other person. Mm -hmm. It's never going to work. Mm -hmm. If the reason you're doing this is for that person to change, sis, 
I'm not gonna happen. That don't work. You look, you looking for it in the wrong person. That's all you. So and now, parents too, Chante. As as you're talking, mm-hmm. I'm say I'm thinking about like I know people who have parents who like impose their will on their kids, and whenever their kid tries to set a boundary, they yeah. cut off the support and the help. Yes, uh, it's toxic. Very much so, and that and that's the thing that keeps a lot of people from setting those boundaries. Yes, because it's like why this feels more painful initially than not having the boundary and not it, it, it like initially and i tell them listen y'all it's gonna hurt for a minute mm-hmm. it is temp that hurt is temporary the pain that you got right now you're suffering mm-hmm. because you won't set the boundary mm-hmm. and so it, it's like listen y'all mm-hmm. because it doesn't feel good right now does not mean to stop and that's the thing with healing itself Mm-hmm. There is some unraveling. There is some stuff in messy part of healing that will make you question why am I doing this in the first place? Because ignorant was bliss for me. Yeah. And I was literally stay over there. And it's like, uh, but comma. So it's more comfortable to stay on that side, I think. Yeah. yeah. Because you and the thing is you know what to expect. You do. I, I already know what the pieces are. I already know what players are in this game. And so I'll know how to move, even though it could be harming me, but I, at least I know the game. Mm-hmm. And if I go over here on the other side of the boundary, this feels very unfamiliar and I don't know nothing. Cause one, if you on the other side of the boundary, your family, not that's you a feel whole alone, right? Feel alone. So it makes me think about, you know, we talked about Kirk and carry on. Right. And so mm-hmm. in that situation, like if one of them were to set a boundary, then the other person is not with that person for that yeah. reason. And to your point, I could see how being absent from the equation would make you feel like you like you did something wrong or wow. like you're missing something by not being able to be a part of it. But we're, we have to get to a place and this is a, a continuous thing. Like healing is a journey, right? It's yeah. not a destination. Yeah. And it's like, you have to get to a place where you understand that the boundaries are going to change. They're going to continue mm-hmm. to evolve depending on who you're dealing with and what you're dealing with. Um, but it doesn't mean that you stop updating your boundaries and right. reassessing your boundaries. It's going to be a continuous process with you to keep you safe based on where you are and where you're trying to go. Absolutely. And if you are the person on the other side of the boundary, I just want you to take a moment, mm-hmm. you know? What'd you tell me to, uh, not me, but we was talking, you was like, pick up your emotional baggage. <laughs> Take that with you going down the street. Take that with you, Fig- you know, meddle through that, figure that yeah. out, figure out what that is. Ask yourself, do you love the person mm-hmm. that is setting the boundary? Like, would you be okay with losing that relationship or that person because you didn't want to take heed to their boundary for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And if the answer is like, I would be really hurt if this person wasn't in my life, then figure out how to deal with their boundary. Yeah. And now you started talking, it. you started talking about people who have very like, like strict boundaries. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was, I was going to say, I had met someone like that once before I was actually trying to do business with them. And I respect boundaries. I do. Yeah. But um. I, I don't know. Like, I felt like those boundaries were so strict. It made it almost impossible to communicate with that person. Cause I felt like I can't ask the question or like, 
if I ask the question, am I going to take up too much of your time? And you're only willing to allow like a certain, like it was weird communicating with them and it wasn't. That's, that's, that's exactly rigid. That's exactly what that looks like. Okay. You, um, it feels extreme and unrealistic. Yes. And the, some of the characteristics of those people is like, they never share. Um, they lack vulnerability. Don't ask for help. They're guarded. They have high expectations of other people. They seem detached, which would be like, I don't feel like I yeah. can ask this person a question. Yeah. And they kind of keep you at arm's length. And so usually they have rigid um, boundaries and it's unhealthy because you don't give any consideration for the situation, if you will. Because sometimes when we have, you have to kind of take the whole, all of the data with the whole picture of it um, and be like, okay, I'm tripping. I can adjust because that mm-hmm. that is a lot. Can't nobody mm-hmm. Ain't nobody gonna be able to keep that boundary. That's just <laughs> that's how it felt. It was like I was contracting this person for a service, and um, they do this all the time, right? So like they're used to how it goes. They probably see thousands of people, and I this is my first time doing it. So I'm like trying to ask questions on what it should look like. I'm emailing like. It was just weird. And after a while I said, I'll just figure it out on my own and I'll just do it myself because I wanted to contract this person Mm -hmm. for services, but I didn't want to feel like a burden to them. And it was almost like your boundaries made me feel like I was burdening you. And I had to ask myself, like, am I being sensitive right now? Mm -hmm. Or is this a thing? And it was like, no matter which approach I took, I kept being met with a boundary and I realized it was a thing for that person. So. Yeah. And, and that's, that's once you start to really become attuned with yourself, you're able to ask yourself those checklist, checklist questions mm-hmm. and be like, okay, now nah, this not it, this not it, this not it. So I don't think I'm tripping, mm-hmm. you know? And so he, he sounds like he had very rigid boundaries. Um, <laughs> and the other one I really want to, before we end is like healthy boundaries. Yes. Right. What does that look like? Um, and so, ooh, Dr. Nidra, I just love this woman. She said healthy boundaries is when your past doesn't show up in your present interactions. That's difficult. It. That's why we got to heal. <laughs> so I don't even know if that's even a thing. Like, I get what she's saying, I believe. Mm-hmm. that you don't want your past to guide your actions and your current decisions but as people especially if you are like if you believe in like kind of thinking through your experiences in the back of your head you're always going to consider like how did I saw this before how did it play out what was good what wasn't like you're always assessing the current against the past mm-hmm. and I, I get that I I wonder if it's um not allowing so I think I feel like it goes back to not being rigid or porous. So it's that in between. It's like you're not you don't have any boundaries. Right. That's unhealthy. But comma, you don't have the rigid boundaries where you're allowing whatever you're dealing with to show up. So you have that in between one. You can be flexible. Mm-hmm. And you're able to see what boundary is um, effective, if you will, for your life. But I, when you said it, I was like, oh, I get that. Like when you just said it was like, well, comma, healthy boundaries come from yeah. the boundaries that we had in the yeah, past. from like before. <laughs> <laughs> Look, y'all, my nail takes had a boundary with me last week and, and I had to check. So this is, this is why checking yourself is good. This is why when you know, when you start your healing and you hold yourself accountable to your shit, you're like, okay. Like, get out your feelings, Tiff. This ain't about your sis, right? I was getting my nails done. So she painted my nails and I have one blue nail, but it was gold when I left her, right? So she put the gold on there, but it was gel. And so I didn't like 
the goal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't like it. Can we change it? But I had asked for the goal, right? <laughs> and she was like, we could change it next time you come. And I was like, oh, okay. Got in my feelings for a second. But then I was like, no, don't trip because she prides herself on being on time. She yeah. schedules herself appropriately. Yay. She wants to be professional. And a lot of the biggest complaint that we have for black service providers is that they be late. Yeah. They don't respect our time. So here sis is having her healthy boundary. And mm-hmm. I had to get out my goddamn feelings. <laughs> She said it so nicely, I'm sure. She's like, yeah, girl, next time. She, she, and she did. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I didn't say nothing at first. It was that awkward silence because you know when somebody that checks you real quick. And I know she felt it, but see, she yeah. my nail tech. She used to be my nail tech before when I lived here. And yeah. so when I came back, I started going to her again. And we got this relationship where I understand her. And I knew it wasn't ugly. She was just right. saying, there I got know. a schedule and you playing with me. So what did I do? I took my $6 self to the, to the little Asian shop and had them change my polish. And that was it. <laughs> it, it. It got done, didn't it? It got done. But the, but I'm saying that because we have to understand, like, so we're setting the boundaries and we want folks to respect them when the person sets a boundary for us too. And it happens every day in our everyday life. We have to be willing to accept that that person has a boundary too. We does. It, we does. <laughs> we does. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what about real, real quick before we end, what about relationships? Cause we didn't talk a whole lot about relationship boundaries yeah. um, for women. Like if you are, um, if you're a woman with kids, mm-hmm. what do healthy boundaries look like for some people? Like what's a, what's a healthy boundary you should set for yourself as a mom or a wife or a girlfriend with children? Mm-hmm. You know? I, th- I really think for me, I can only speak for me. My boundary is like scheduled me time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I know sometimes it's confusing. It was confusing very much early on for my husband. Mm-hmm. Cause he's just like, but we together. We together. Which you like away from me for? Like, then you shouldn't have married me. And I was like, pause, comma, hold up. Uh, we ain't doing all of that. Yeah. But for me, that is a very, like that not having any like time to myself, mm-hmm. it affects my mental health. It affects my energy. It affects my spirit. And I knew I had to set that boundary. And so like Sundays, mm-hmm. I don't care what y'all That's do. your day. That's, That's your day. day. Papa Do's, remember? Yes. <laughs> it had a good ass. It had a great time drinking. But no, <laughs> that's my boundary. And yeah. so I, that day I do what I feel like doing. If I want to be in a bed all day, it is what it is he does what he does and he understands like this is important to mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. um but I did have to have those conversations and so it's like it couldn't it used to be an unwritten rule I just expected him to know I don't mm-hmm. care mm-hmm. um but that was unfair so I, I really think it, it's going to be situational mm-hmm. um but one of the things is asking yourself what you need and then how to making sure that the need the thing that you need is possible and realistic that's right um, and then figuring out, okay, who do I need this from? Or what boundaries do I need to set with the people that are around me? Mm-hmm. Partners, friends, kids, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just really, at, it's, it's taking inventory of like, what am I missing in my life? And what do I need to get to a place where I feel authentic? I feel at peace. I feel happy mm-hmm. majority of the time and not less of the time. I don't know what the other word Yeah. Is. A boundary I set was I put my phone on do not disturb from nine to nine. I started that about a year ago and it's been the best thing I've ever done. 
Um, and so that will always be the, the go forward, unless I have a job that requires, I don't think I ever, ever want a job that requires me to be on call 24 seven, because I want to be able to turn myself like off from work. Um, and then for like, as a mom and as a wife, my family comes first and that's a boundary I had to set with my job. So it's not going up in there like F y'all, you know, my job, right. and my family comes first, but it's like, if my kid has something at school or if my kid has something he needs me for, um, I used to be one of those folks because I was so career driven that I would put him to the side because I wanted to focus on being present at work and not mm-hmm. miss a day. But things have shifted in my life and that means much more to me now. So like now I prioritize my kid or my family or my husband yeah. from personal business and otherwise. And that's a boundary I had to set too. So the reason I wanted to talk about like relationships also, just because as we think about our lives, um, a good question would be, like, what's the source of your stress, right? Like, where, why do you feel stressed? And, and what's the most stress you're being caused? Um, like you said in the beginning. And then from there, looking at all the areas of your life, because you can set really healthy boundaries in one area and not have any in another area, and you'll still find yourself in the same position. Yeah. It's setting healthy boundaries across the board. And maybe it's a matter of having like three or four that you just kind of allow to be transferable yeah. across all levels. And that kind of positions you to be able to start having healthy interactions. Yep, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> oh, y'all, I, we really hope that you listen to this and yes. you got something um, that will help you activate your own boundary journey. Because it's a journey, <laughs> y'all. It's a journey. And the other part too is I do want you to know, like, it's not going to happen overnight. Like I'm still working at setting healthy boundaries. So don't be on here. Like we got it together because we don't all the time. Um, (laughs) But show yourself some grace and some compassion that this is a new skill that you are trying to learn. Mm -hmm. And it takes practice. Mm -hmm. That's all it does is take practice. And you can start small. Don't y'all put wear shoes in my house. Mm -hmm. Start there. Mm -hmm. Or the other one is, I don't want to have that for dinner. Okay. Yes. That's my new boundary. I don't want that. <laughs> Hold on, wait. But y'all could. I know that's that's a part of the problem. <laughs> See, I'm still working on it. I am still working on it. Wait, you don't cook, but you get to say what you're not gonna eat for dinner. That's not fair. Because here's the thing, my husband on his healthy stuff, and I don't really want to eat healthy all the time. Don't give me no vegetables. I don't want no vegetables today. You sound like you five. <laughs> <laughs> vegetables. I, I had a hard day. I want some fried. So <laughs> we gonna do with her y'all what is we gonna do with her anywho so y'all show yourself some grace some love and some compassion when you start setting these boundaries but no they are for you and not for the other person you will get pushback and resistance but that's light work don't even worry about that the people who are for you and love you they will show up for you give them time to adjust I forgot to mention that before we close out give people time to adjust to the boundary don't set the boundary today and expect them to have it all together by tomorrow oh that's a good one that's a really good one. Cause it's almost like if you used to go in somewhere and they have a policy and they just change the policy. Like if you go to Zaxby's and they used to give you all the Zax sauce you want, then all of a sudden now you got to pay 25 cents for the Zax sauce. It's like, but I always got Zax sauce. I understand that. You take time to get used to it. You know, you only want to go to the restaurant for a little while because you're mad you can't get the sauce, but they set the boundary. Y'all just be abusing their sauce, throwing it away. So now they got to charge you for it. That's all I'm saying. Point blank in a piece. Why am I talking about Zaxby's, y'all? <laughs> me so show yourself some grace show yourself love um anything else what we need to tell them ah that was a good episode you did this is um keep sharing subscribe to this podcast please leave reviews um shoot us emails or topics 
um, hit us up on IG at Hillship Podcast. Um, we go live every Thursday talking about all of the things and a continuation of this episode. So please join us there at 7.30 Central, 8.30 Eastern. Eastern Standard Time. Girl, I've been getting that all messed up, but please go. <laughs> Please join us. Join our tribe of amazing people. Um, but we just want to say thank y'all for tuning in. We and do. we'll be back at y'all again next week. I am Shantae Jackson, the Hunger Therapist. And I'm here with my good sis. Tiffany Ellis, your favorite life coach and leader. And we out this thing. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>